Come chat with Libby, Molly, and Samantha, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 163 of Consignment Chats. Do we have a special hybrid episode for you today? We are taking our reseller, our spotlight episode series, and we are taking our inside reseller wellness series, and we are smushing them together with one extra special guest today, Mikey Bags of Money. Mikey, how are you? Oh, I am doing great. How are all of you? I'm so happy to be here. We are like beyond excited that you're hanging out with us today. So happy. We've missed you so much. I know. It's not the first time. We always hang out in real life. This is our first time virtually. Yes. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> now that you say that, that is very funny because before it was the opposite. We were hanging out with everybody virtually and then finally getting to meet them in person. With you, we did we did it the other way. Yeah, yes. that's fun. I like that. <laughs> All right, I want you to start by telling any of our sea chatters that maybe maybe don't know who you are. Shame on you if you don't, and now you're going to want to know all about him. Um, <laughs> a little bit about where you're located, um, who you are, what you do, what the name of your business is, a little bit of the basics right off the bat. All right, hit you with the basics. Uh, I have a YouTube channel called Mikey Bags of Money. I take people thrifting, garage sailing, storage units. I'm a reseller and I'm located in Las Vegas. And the way I became a reseller was I was injured at work. I sat at home unpaid for months. I had a surgery. I sold, my wife told me to sell a pocket knife on eBay. It sold within like two days for a hundred bucks. And I was so excited. I just started looking around the house to try to sell more stuff. And I mean, now I'm here about five years later. Meanwhile, Super Court, which is his wife, y'all, Courtney Cook, she's down there hammering stuff down to the woods so that you don't sell things she wants to get. <laughs> Well, well, actually, a lot of things I started selling were women's clothing because Supercourt's a very fashionable person and she very. has a lot of clothes. So I, I started selling women's clothes. I didn't know what an A-line dress was, any of these hems, these cuts, anything. I was terrible at descriptions. I relied heavily on a lot of information for her. I used to have like a little sheet that said the way different sleeves were. And I don't sell as many women's clothing now, and it's it's much easier to list men's, I got to say. Less details. Yes, so, definitely. True. I want to <laughs> touch on one of your signature, um, what I consider it just is. Like, I know I when I think of sunny Las Vegas, I think of hair. When I think of Mikey Bag of Money, I don't think you of You think hair. of not hair? That's kind I think of not hair. Jeez, Molly. I think of... <laughs> Your Hawaiian shirts, your bold, bright Hawaiian shirts. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, like I said, I live in Las Vegas. It's called the Ninth Island. It's very sunny here. I just like to have a good spirit. The weather's good. And I enjoy a funky, fresh shirt. Now, when I did my previous job, I, I worked in construction and I had to wear like a shirt. It would have caulking or paint on it. And it wasn't a great feeling. So once I started thrifting and I could find these awesome, funky, fresh shirts that were at an affordable price, I don't like paying retail. Retail is ridiculous. So I'm finding like $6, the coolest shirts I've ever seen. So I just started wearing the more the most outrageous stuff I could. The bigger the eye roll from my wife, the better the outfit was. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Love, I love it. that scale. Like they say in sign, like Kramer says in Seinfeld, retail is for suckers. 
Yes, <laughs> without a doubt. That. Yeah, we're spoiled as resellers. Like we don't pay full price for anything. No. Yeah. Like, can you no. imagine? And even I mean, if we do, like, I know a couple years ago when my husband and I were going on a vacation, he didn't have any shirts like that. And we um, we went out to get him a, a few new things. And I picked out a shirt that he only wore once, but it brought me a lot of pleasure. It had cactus all over it. And it was great. And it was way out of his comfort zone, which was fantastic. But he only wore it one time. He goes, I don't know why you're complaining. You're just going to resell it anyways. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Well, that's true. Okay. True. Yeah. <laughs> probably so. Probably so. Yeah. Um, so since I started following you a couple of years ago, I'm I'm a YouTube lover, so I watch the videos. That's that's my thing. We all have our things. I love YouTube videos. One of the things you well, there's a couple of new things I've noticed you've been doing lately, but one of them that you started a while back is the live shopping, like Friday nights. Like I I get to go shopping, y'all. I don't know if you've been shopping with Mikey, but I get to go shopping. Like if I'm home and Samantha and Nick, my husband, have said, You're done sourcing, you got it, you can't. Guess what? I get to go with Mikey. I didn't know about this until today. So I'm sorry, Mikey, I have not watched you live shopping. I'm not a shopper. I'm, I don't do it. However, I may need to tune in now and keep, make sure that Molly is, maybe we need to set a budget or something. I don't, well, I didn't know about this. He's, he's just taking me with him as he goes through yes. this. Oh, okay. It's so it's like a therapeutic. Yes, he's live sourcing, and I get to go with him and see what he picks up. And I find myself talking to him, and I'm like, whoa, 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 back up. What about that? (laughs) And a lot of his friends that are in the comments will tell him, go back three aisles back. There's a, you know, a vase, and they'll give the information like it's a, you know, whatever, whatever. Go back and get it. It's a resale value of $85. And he's like, all right, let me go check it out. (laughs) Yes. Um. Okay, well, I started my live show. I started going live when I first started my YouTube channel because I wanted to become monetized. That was the first goal. 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours. It's not easy to reach. So I needed hours. I knew subscribers would come. I needed hours. So what better way to get hours than to walk around live, going around to Las Vegas, thrift stores. Um, I used to go very early on. I used to just... uh, drink stuff. I used to go buy and eat at a restaurant or a little place and try it and eat and bring everyone along. So I kind of just built this community of everyone that would come and show up and we'd hang out and and it was good. So I just started doing that to build hours and then it did. And then I did it the show for a whole year on Friday nights. I used to go out with my wife a lot, mostly Vegas and, and fun adventures. Then I took a break from it for a little bit and then I started it back up because I really like bringing everybody along. Some people can't even get out of their house. And this is a way to just go hang out, enjoy ourselves. I've been focusing more on the thrifting lately. And the thrifting is awesome because I do. I, I use my phone to, to record. So I really can't look up comps. And it's kind of like interactive. You guys are helping me out. We're talking about what's good, what's not. People put their opinion in. And it's really fun. I just like to bring everybody along for a little trip. So I, I always think about like expanding it, doing different things. Uh, it's it's just fun. I, I enjoy being live and bringing people along. 
Well, and you are just so your personality. You have such an amazing personality and super court as well. Just your personality pulls people in and you are genuinely one of the nicest, most approachable right. people I've ever met. Like you have the perfect personality to do this. And yeah. thank you for bringing it to us in the reseller community. And Libby, do you know what else he does? He what? is an amazing multitasker because not only oh, is he going through looking at items, but he actually, there were, I mean, there are a lot of people commenting in this feed. Like I'm watching it while I'm, you know, on my couch with my feet up. Right. <laughs> and the comments are like coming and he doesn't miss a beat. Like he's reading what people are saying while he's looking at an item. Like, I'm like, how I would need an assistant. How is he doing this? Yeah. How, well, are, you, I, how are you? I, 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 I just practiced when I first did it, like my first time when I did it in Las Vegas, I was looking at my phone and I, I stepped off a curb haphazardly and then almost went into oncoming traffic. And I was like, I got to get better at this. Yeah. You got to just be aware. You got to be aware of your surroundings. Number one. Literally just, life and death, folks. Reselling can be life and death. You have to be careful out there. All right. Sorry. You do. You do. But I like to, I mean, everyone does it differently when they go live. Some people don't engage the chat. Some people engage the chat. When I go out on Friday, and especially if I go by myself, I'm going to engage the chat. We're going to have a good time together. Whoever wants to talk and help out, I appreciate it. And it's just, uh, so that's why I, I just read the comments as many as I can, talk back to people. A lot of the same people show up. My mom shows up. And it's just a, a good little time on Friday night for an hour through a thrift store, through, you know, some other things. I've done it unboxing storage units on a Friday. I just do a variety of things. But lately, I've really been hitting the thrifting because people enjoy it. All right. All right. Storage I'm going to have to tune into that. that. That actually sounds pretty great. Yeah, yeah. come say hi in the chat. Listen, for those of us that are no longer out partying on a Friday night, it's a fun time. Like, <laughs> a glass of wine and let's go, let's go shopping with Mikey. Like, it's awesome. You just segued me into one of the other things I wanted to bring up that I've been watching your videos of, and that's storage units. I feel like now I said your live shopping was newer, but clearly I'm on phase two of live shopping. As you just said, you were doing it when you first started. I must have really been diving into you when you were taking a... a, a, a no worries. A, 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 a way down on that, and now we're back in it. So I felt like yep. that was... Storage units, is that new? Newer? Yes. Okay. It's, it's I, new. Um, I've always had the dream. Who hasn't had the dream since Storage Wars saying, I sure would like to do that. Am I right? Yep. And, <laughs> you know, doing it. and and that's where I got my auction call from. Yeah. I love that. Oh, it's a classic. It's a classic. And um, I I actually went, I spoke at the Boss Reseller Remix where I've met all of you. And um, I'm at Storage Auction Pirate and Wade's Ventures, and they're both like, Mikey, you got to buy storage units. Mikey, buy some storage units, man, because they're very successful at it, and they're just trying to pass it along. And, of course, I think it took me maybe like 14 months or more longer before I finally did listen and get a storage unit. And I do know that you helped. I watched the one where you were going and helping um, Flippin' Jay Bird. Yes, Flippin' Jay. Shout out, Jay. Yeah. That was awesome when you went in with her and uh, that was a lot of fun. She's a sweetheart. So that was, yeah, that was a great learning experience for me because I've never done it. So Jay said, Hey, Mikey, you want to unbox some stuff with me? And of course I'm going to unbox it and make a YouTube video out of it. 
And the first one she got, I was like, this storage thing, it I don't think it's all that. I mean, it, it wasn't that good of a unit. And I just, I, I wasn't convinced. And then the second one she got was amazing. So many gemstones in there, rocks, and, and just so much stuff. So many boxes. I was like, this is incredible. This is incredible. She had a huge ROI on that one. Wow. Wow. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, 14 months is like eons in the reseller world. If anybody watching this is not a reseller, like 14 months is a really long time. For the rest of the world, it's 14 months. To us, it's like, you know, a decade, decade and a half. So, yeah, glad you got yeah, in I, there. <laughs> yeah, I definitely should have done it. When people tell you to do things, I mean, you should probably jump on it. But I just wasn't ready. And I was still just like flirting with the idea. And my sister uh, had some time off during the holidays and I was mentioning the storage unit and she was like, I would help you if you do it, I'll help. And, and her husband will help too. So I was like, I got helpers. He's got the truck. The time is right. So I pulled the trigger and we got it. They came and helped me film it out, helped me film the first one. They also helped me film the second one. We just had a lot of fun doing it. And the first one was was really good. The second one, not so hot. So it seems to be 50% in my personal experience right now. It's right. like a gamble. Yeah. Something, it you is. Need, something you probably need a hazmat suit for sometimes. Yes. Yeah, craziest thing you've pulled out. Craziest thing you've found. Come on. Um, well, I don't know. I, I haven't done. I've only done two. But, I mean, we definitely found an adult toy. Thankfully, it was new and I knew packaged. you were gonna. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Almost yes. every storage unit has one. Let's be real. Yes, yep. for sure. Then we found drugs in both units. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the wacky tobacco counts as a drug. It doesn't in our state, but yeah, both units of that. And the scariest thing we found in a little tin was some dead, like spiders and scorpions that were dead and almost preserved. It was freaky. And it scared my sister and me pretty fierce. Oh, yes. Wow. What yeah. good answer. Good answer. I wasn't expecting <laughs> all of that. Oh, well, check out my video and you can see it. The reaction, yes. the reaction is good. I mean, yeah. And she even was challenged me in the beginning was like, are we going to run into spiders? And I was like, I'm not going to be scared. And she's like, Oh, really? Because, I mean, she's known me all my life when I was a little kid and scared of spiders, you know? And turns out I'm still scared of them. Still. <laughs> <laughs> um, were you, I want, like I say, I'm, I love watching these YouTube videos. Were you the one that came across Moonshine or was that somebody Yes, else? that's, we came across Moonshine too. And in this unit, the Moonshine was practically the best packed item. It, it was a little weird and... But I enjoyed it. I mean, they really wanted to protect this moonshine. Hey, you got to take good care of that moonshine. You do. All right. So, um, and like I say, I've watched these, so I kind of know some of the, like, most amazing thing you open. Like, holy moly, this is, this just made the unit. Like, that moment. Oh, jewelry box. I jewelry box. <laughs> yeah, the jewelry box was so sweet. I found a class ring. I had no idea about class rings or their value or anything. And it was a 10K class ring. Jaspers, I think, might be the company. I'm, I'm not sure. But these things are worth like two to 400 bucks on eBay and maybe even a little more. I took that. I took some gold into the gold shop. I just flipped that real quick. I think I got 
like 300 bucks for the ring and, and and two other little rings. So, I mean, that already paid for the unit. I had a whatnot show with a bunch of the other jewelry. I'm going to have a whatnot show coming up with the rest of the jewelry. And I put some on eBay also that sold. So, I mean, just out of this jewelry box, it's probably eight, 900 bucks or something like that. Pretty, pretty easy. I mean, I could have went for the longer term, you know, listing it all on eBay, but whatnot's a great platform to turn stuff quick. And, and there's a lot of storage unit sellers that just do that. So I was very happy with my sale. I mean, Molly's made out really well buying jewelry and whatnot. Like yeah. really, really well. Oh yeah. yeah. You can get great deals on whatnot everywhere. I mean, yeah, even on the big channels, there's still some deals to be had. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found, and I don't, I, I subscribe to them on my whatnot, but they, um, cause I've not sold on whatnot, but I will go off and on and buy a few things and support my friends and that kind of thing. But somebody was doing it where they had so many estates of jewelry and they just were never going to go through it all. So they would just scoop up and weigh and oh, go, here's yeah. two pounds of jewelry or whatever. And so I bid on some and I mean, I, what was it? 300 and something dollar gold garnet necklace. And that was just one of, a pile, there was a lot of real gold and diamonds in that pile that I paid, I think, 30 bucks for. So that's awesome. she has her little tester now, and we just get random calls now, and she'll be like, guys, 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 this, this is gold. This is gold. See my pen? It's this is gold. Yeah, I'm like a real tester now. I can test with the acid. I got my diamond tester. I feel like I'm like, I just got my watch fixer kit. Like I'm ready to go. Watch we out. also get the other. We get the other calls though, where she's like, guys, these aren't diamonds. No, no, no. These are Claire's. <laughs> um, all right. So I, this wasn't on my mind. You just mentioned this and this is something I noticed you do. And I noticed other people do, and I don't do, which is what you were just talking about. The quick flip. You did a video recently. You went to a yard sale. You found an awesome t-shirt. I think it was Tupac, maybe. Yes. You took it right away to, oh gosh, tell me, I can't remember. Yesterday's Fits. Yes. And flipped it huge like that. Talk a little mm -hmm. bit about that and about how you decide kind of your thought process between quick flip and listing and that kind of thing. Like, I, I know there's something. Yeah. Well, usually I like to be the top dog, the highest price guy. That's why I list all my most of my stuff on eBay, because that's where you're going to get your top dollars. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot. Of, there's so many different ways to resell. There's a lot of people that are almost like middlemen who are finding the stuff cheap and then selling it to the person that's going to wait the long time. And of course, the person that's going to wait a long time is going to pay less for it. And the person that sells it isn't going to get the most they could get out of it, but they're going to move it quickly. So I think with my storage units and a lot of the other storage unit sellers, they are about the quick flip because you get so much inventory, you got to do the quick flip. Now, once in a while, I'll do a quick flip. And on the t-shirt, sales were slow that week. I found this awesome t-shirt and yesterday's fit, shout out yesterday's fits, Jesse and Austin. They're also my friends. So I was very happy to go in there and see the shirt. They were going to tell me about it. They told me how much it was worth more than more than they sold it for, of course, because they I was acting as a middleman. So it was just I mean, I bought it for a dollar fifty. I bought it for like three dollars with this other piece of garment. They offered me three hundred dollars right there on the spot. And on a slow sales week, how could I say no? And the thing with selling it at a place like this or selling my gold at the jewelry place is I have zero risk once it's gone. 
I don't have to list it. I don't have to worry about a return or some kind of fraud or anything on a couple hundred dollar item. That one hurts a little more when it's a couple hundred bucks. It hurts a little more than when it's like 20 or 30, $40 item. You know what I'm saying? So I just sometimes will bust the quick flip, but a couple hundred dollars in my pocket's always good. Now it's not the ideal strategy for the most money in the long term, unless I guess take that money and flip it and make more, which I usually try to do. So, I mean, there's just so many different ways, theories and ways to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. I've only ever done a couple of storage units. And that's, that's how I did a lot of the stuff that was in them because it's, it can be overwhelming too, when there's so much stuff in there. And the, the one that I did had a lot of furniture and I don't do furniture. I don't list that kind of stuff, but, um, I have furniture people. So I paid $30 for the unit. And while I was standing there at the unit, I called my furniture people and they came over and paid me, you know, a hundred dollars for that set and $50 for that set. And I, was already making money just having them haul the stuff away for me. <laughs> That's yeah, I saw, I had some furniture in there. I just listed it cheap on Facebook Marketplace to get the room back, you know, and I was already in the profit. So please buy it from me for cheap. I'll, I'll pay them if, if I need to get the, the room, you know, but yeah, it's, it all works out. Mm-hmm. So I know Libby's sitting here loving this because Libby has a big thing about the more you touch an item, the less you make. So this is like a dream come true. You like pick it up the yard sale and just drive down the street and sell it for $300. Like, boom. I'm yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that go dig into the bins and sell to that shop. And that's, that's their job, you know, find the yeah. stuff, drop it off, collect their money. I mean, they could obviously be making more, but that's not their job. Their job is to, you know, pick it up and be the middleman quick flips. Yeah. That's Love awesome. It. That is awesome. So any, what are the uh, future plans for Mikey Bags of Money business-wise? What do you see going on for 2024? I'm hoping to buy some more storage units and sell more on whatnot. I like the gamble of it. I like getting all that inventory and being able to process it. A lot of times when you go to thrift stores or garage sales, you strike out. There's a, a lot of legwork involved. Um, the storage unit, you show up, you grab it what you want and then you just start processing. So I think I, I want to do more of that. I'm hoping to find something huge in there. You know, isn't that everybody's dream? I'm I'm oh, putting yeah. out there at, at least a 10K item I'm going to find soon in a storage unit. So. A Fabergé egg or whatever. <laughs> yes, anything. Gold yeah. brick, Cougaran. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> and it's still a storage unit, like in the quick flip, it's exciting, right? It's It, it also takes a lot more energy, like the, even selling on whatnot. Super fun, super exciting, but the energy involved in that is is high. Yeah, it is. And you guys know, I mean, we're going to be talking about my health. I have rheumatoid arthritis. So I mean, really having the help on those two units was, I couldn't have done it without the help for sure. So I think my next, my next one, I might have to get it smaller or get some help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Segway y'all look at Mikey's, you need to come on often. You just keep throwing out the segues for me just to move this right on to the next topic. It just, it's like natural with you. Right. Now, every time, every time I come on a, a, a podcast or a live or something, I just figure it's practice for the next time. And I watched, I watched some, like I was like trying to get some shorts from some of my older videos and I watched one of my oldest videos and boy, I am so much better at talking and presenting and all of that stuff. I got to say, I, I'm trying to improve and I could see it. I was pretty happy with it. 
Oh, good. Awesome. Yeah. Good for you for being able to go back and watch those because when I have to do that for something we're doing, it is one of the most painful experiences to watch like the first couple of videos. Oh. Well, this one I wanted to watch because I mean I think it's it doesn't it's only got like 700 views, maybe less than a thousand views. And I think it was like two years ago. And I went thrifting and then I included my what my anniversary weekend with my wife's super court. So we went to Hell's Kitchen on the Strip. We went and saw a show absent. And we kind of gave like a little recap of it all. And I'm so glad I have some of these like personal type of moments in the videos. So when I go back and watch it, it's a great memory for me. And I just, uh, yeah, I watched it. And like I said, my, I wasn't too proud of the the presentation and, and my video and all that. But I was so happy to see the end of it. I busted the music was all good. I'm like, oh man, this is so cool. And it just got to relive our little weekend. So that's cool. That's one of the cool things about YouTube is you can go back when you do like watching yourself. I mean, it's cringeworthy <laughs> sometimes, but yeah, I, I just, I, that little tidbit just brought me, brought me such happiness. Love it. It's all about, you know, I, I read a quote the other day and I was like, it's so true. And I don't remember the quote. Libby's good at remembering quotes. I have to like screenshot them and go back to them later. I but I remember your quotes. <laughs> but that importance of staying uncomfortable, right? Like we all can look back at that first video you did and that first like thing you did in this and, and how uncomfortable you were and how nervous you were. And, you know, now it's just like, oh yeah, what's going on? Maybe I feel that way because I control the editing. I don't know. I'm, I'm, real, I'm real relaxed. <laughs> Samantha and I are on edge here. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Back to your segue into our series, Inside Reseller Wellness. So you mentioned your diagnosis. You were very, um, very open about it. I connected right away with that. I have followed your journey through and I, we want to, we want to talk about it. We, we want you to talk about it. All right. Well, um, I think it was in September I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and it's an autoimmune disease that attacks your joints. It causes pain in random parts of my body. I don't know what's going to hurt that day, but pretty much every day something hurts. And I'm taking medication now, methotrexate. It's been really helping me out, but I, I still have pain and all kinds of stuff. I'm early on in my journey. But basically, I didn't know I had it. I had a lot of a lot of different pains going on. And I, I wasn't sure exactly why. Looking back now in my life, I think I might have had this a, a long time. I, I can think of certain times where I had certain pains that other people didn't have or was abnormal. Now, I was in the construction industry a lot of my life, so I did do some physical work. And well, I'd say construction, carpentry. I, I worked inside people's homes doing painting, moldings, door, woodworking, stuff like that. Oh, wow. And, and I would always hurt more than my coworkers, it seemed. And I thought it was because I was heavy. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was just because I, I was heavy. and I don't know. Like I said, looking back at all these things, the very first boss reseller remix I went to, I wanted to meet as many people and I was taking selfies with everybody and I got what I called selfie arm. I couldn't move my arm up the next day. Like it just, it was so painful. I'm sorry. Selfie arm. <laughs> yes. Selfie arm. Who gets selfie arm? 
Okay. Yeah, it was. I took so many. But yeah, I didn't realize that probably, you know, my joint hurt. I also used to have the butterfly rash. You can see kind of my face is still splotchy. I get the butterfly rash. I kind of know what that is more now. I, I had that in full effect. And so I just have had these signals, but I didn't know what it exactly was. And then the pain was kind of increasing. Like my joints would hurt. My elbow would hurt. My, my knee would hurt. And then one day my left arm was just hurting 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 and then like i it was hurting to move it so i kept moving it like an idiot you know what i'm saying and I'm like my left arm is gotta work it out like <laughs> okay yes so uh, you know when they say your left arm's hurting that's a sign of a heart attack and i i went to the doctors i went to urgent care i was like my left arm's hurting my blood pressure was just a little elevated for probably from the pain but I was like, man, my joints hurt, you know, every day. And he pretty much said, just drink more water is what I got out of that one. Then I went to the next doctor I saw. I kind of now I'm not the biggest advocate for myself, maybe telling the, the people how much pain I really am in because, you know, I, I've done physical activity all my life. I'm used to being in, in some pain. And so I went to the next doctor. They really didn't take my pain levels too seriously or do anything for me. And then I went to another doctor. And I just by chance, because I think it got canceled and he was a, a younger dude. And I was like, this young guy's not going to know about my old man problems because <laughs> I mean, my knee would hurt. It felt like my knee was blown out. I could hardly walk. Um, when we went to the event in Phoenix, I, I wasn't really talking about it much, but my knees were killing me every day, just walking all the way from the elevator to the room and all that stuff. My knees were just killing me. And the bottom of my feet would really hurt too. I forgot about that one. I'm doing so much better now, but the bottom of my feet would like literally the bottoms would just hurt. So, I mean, I had all this stuff. So I started talking to my doctor and then pretty much he wasn't listening. And then I think I mentioned something and then just, he started asking some more questions and stuff. And he thought maybe I, I had lupus, the butterfly rash I had flaring at that time. So I was kind of worried about that. They did some uh, blood work and stuff like that. And it turned out I have rheumatoid arthritis and I'm kind of lucky they they found out so quick, I guess, because there's so many people that have so many, so much uh, longer journeys, I guess. I kind of got my answer pretty quick. Now, like I said, I've always had these weird pains and, and it was it was bad when I went into the doctors like I was breaking down, like my body was just like hurting so bad. I, I showed in a little video where I was walking. I could just hardly walk. I think I was headed for a wheelchair, I think really without the medicine, which has been around a long time. That I, I probably would have kept going downhill. Uh, I'm not sure. It's yeah. So, anyways, I got I got the the diagnosis, and I've just been trying to improve since, really. So, what one thing you said was that you you didn't advocate really well for yourself. So, certainly, I know somebody watching this video is probably going to relate to that. Um, looking back, what would you have done initially? Um, to advocate for yourself, like knowing now that you weren't being the best advocate for yourself. If somebody's in this situation. Um, I, I think I would have to tell them my true levels of pain and how badly yeah. I'm hurting and what this is doing to my body. Instead of saying my arm hurts and he says, drink more water or my joints hurt. I just really need to tell him that I am a tough guy and this is really debilitating me. It's crippling me. I don't know what's going on. It's something new every day. And I'm just at a loss, really. And I don't know. I mean, so many people have, have the problem and it goes undiagnosed for so long. 
And it seems to me they should just do some more blood work for rheumatoid arthritis more often. I mean, or an autoimmune disease more often. It doesn't seem like it would be that hard. I mean, I think it'd help a lot of people out. They are. Yeah. I mean, autoimmune diseases are definitely more prevalent now, or at least getting diagnosed more now than ever before. And I think a lot of them are hard to diagnose. And something I found in our area, I don't know, Mike, if this is where you are, but the um, rheumatologists that it's hard to find one. They're not around like here in Greensboro, North Carolina, I was trying to get an, an appointment with one and, and they can't find one for me to go to that I can see in the next year. So I don't know. I mean, seems like you got in fairly. I, I did. I did get in fairly quick, but I got to say my rheumatologist pretty much just farms me out the medicine, I think. And, you know, she's like, here, this because I, it's so routine for her, it's medical. She's like, you take this. And I was on steroids for a long time to, to let the pain down. But now I'm on the methotrexate. She's like, you just take this, see me in four months. So, and yeah, so I didn't really, I feel my other doctor just is more of a talker and a, a listener. So, I mean, most of my information I've gotten, I've just had to study myself or just talking to people. People are amazing to to talk to, and a lot of people have reached out. And in my videos, I forgot to say, um, I wasn't sure if I was going to share my pain or not. You know, my videos, I didn't for a long time. I just didn't. But I decided I would share it because it was a major part of my life. Maybe it could help other people. And I wish I would have shared it sooner because when I just showed myself walking, so many in the pe people in the comments, I mean, I got diagnosis from all over the place, but there was, there was people that knew exactly what was going on with me because it happened to them. And I feel I didn't even, if I would have just shared this stuff with, I mean, cause it's the internet and you get so many people with the thoughts and you can get the right answer coming to the top. If I would have shared sooner, I probably would have had my answer sooner and I didn't even need a doctor. Because some people knew right from my walking, it's rheumatoid arthritis, and, and and they knew, and I wish I would have shared even sooner, actually, on that. There was that guy on Criminal Minds, right, or CSI? Do you guys know this? The actor on CSI? I think it's CSI. Actually, somebody had diagnosed him with a thyroid um, issue. They wrote in. Oh, like the through show. the internet or something, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it turned out like that's what he that's what he had. But somebody just watching the show um, and watching him like knew what he had. So there it's was weird. also the guy from HGTV or one of them that did the house flip with his wife. But now he's they're divorced and remarried. He got diagnosed with thyroid cancer from somebody who said a nurse who was watching him and said, you have a nodule on your throat. That's your thyroid. You need to get that checked. I think you have, you know, and he did. He had thyroid cancer. Wow. Yeah, it's the internet's an amazing. Yeah. Sometimes not on the good side, but it can be a very good, good thing. Wow. Um, Samantha, did you have something you were going to ask before? I well, moved? I was just going to say too. People are scared. People are scared to say, you know, that you are hurting or that you maybe got a diagnosis or or just to talk about that stuff in general. We're so transparent about so many other things, but then when it comes to our ailments or or struggles like that that we're dealing with, we they're negative and we don't want to whine and we don't need sympathy and we don't want to, you know, draw attention to ourselves in that way. But I think it's important to share. And that's, and that's part of the reason why we're doing this series is so that people know that there are successful, wonderful, happy people out there 
that are also struggling. They're doing with stuff. You're dealing with it. You, you've got the meds. You, you even just talking about it. You're like, holy crap, look how far I've come. And yeah, it's, it's good to share that journey, especially for those people that haven't made that journey yet and they haven't come that far and they're just starting out. There is hope and there, there are answers and it's okay. It's okay to hurt and to get help and to have that, that stuff figured out. And it is a lot harder when you do have to go through all the, the diagnostic time and all the stuff. Um, my, my stomach problem took almost a year for them to diagnose. And that was a heck of a journey. But now I look back and it's the same thing. It's like, oh yeah, all that other stuff. And then I went through that and then I went through, yeah, but now it's fine. It's just, it's just fine. (laughs) (laughs) So what uh, the, the, just going to dig a little deep into the mental, emotional side of Mikey for a minute. Yeah. Uh, That decision to go live, like, what did you go through in your head and your heart while you were trying to decide? Like, I mean, can you, can you tap into that? Like that decision, am I going to put it out there? Um, Kind of what you thought, were you scared to put it out there or was it just, here we go? Um, I just wanted to share it. I figured it would definitely be engaging. I mean, on YouTube, if you got a health issue or like, you know, go to the hospital or something, usually more people will watch because a lot of people have health issues and they're interested in it. And so I knew it would probably be engaging. And I just wanted to bring people along on my on my journey because my show is really about me and reselling's kind of second. I mean, that's the even the way I look at it. Reselling is is a, a means to enjoy my life as with any job. I mean, it's so you can do things when you're not working that you can enjoy. So that that's definitely not the focus of me. I mean, that's the focus of my channel. That's where I'm at. That's who I am and what I do, but I I'm I just do that so I can enjoy myself afterwards, really. And I just wanted to share and if someone could get one little help from the comments or from something I'm going through then it's totally worth it it's cool I'm very happy it happened I'm not generally one that shares like how I'm my weaknesses I'm I'm a kid from the 80s man we were tough we were bad we did not cry we did not show weakness because that means you're weak and I've been trying to open up more. The YouTube's definitely helped me with that. And I'm just trying to put myself out there more. And it's been great. Like I said, I wish I would have done it sooner because so much information I've, I've gotten so much support from people that I've received. It's, it's been amazing. So the only bad thing maybe about it is I think some people, maybe when they, they know you're sick or you have something wrong with them, they might treat you a little bit differently or just like, I'm not trying to say in a bad way or anything. It's just, they know you're sick. They know you're weaker. It's, it's human. I don't know what it is, but I mean, that's, that's the only, and that's not even really a negative or maybe that's just what I'm feeling. Yeah. So I need some coaching as a child of the eighties, as somebody that, you know, was taught repeatedly not to show weakness or not to talk about struggles is uh, I need some coaching from you, Mikey, because that is something that I really, really identify with. And I don't think I would have had the courage uh, to to open up like that, uh, like you did. So well, I got to say on YouTube, you're, you're just talking to the camera and you're talking to yourself. And, and I mean, you're just sharing it with everybody else. So it's I'm like I've been doing YouTube over two years. I'm pretty comfortable 
talking and sharing with the camera and then put making that into video. Now, I mean, I do want to share my story because I mean, I do have, I'm disabled now. I got disabled parking and I mean, realizing what I have, what it means for me long-term was very depressing. And mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure everyone goes through that when you get diagnosed with something and, and what am I going to do and, and all kinds of stuff. And luckily I, I am a reseller because when I was going through this, I couldn't work. I, I definitely couldn't have shown up for work. There were so many days, so many days, like weeks where I just had to go sleep. I had to take a nap. I had to lay down and, and I felt bad because my wife's here working hard and I'm taking a nap because I just can't do anymore. And the fatigue was, was so incredible. And then just the motivation after you're just so tired. So, I mean, I went through a period where I definitely wasn't putting out a, a lot of listings up or anything. Just I was just trying to survive and wondering why, too. And yeah, I don't even know where I'm like, I don't even know where I'm going, but it was very depressing. I mean, I was taking the steroids and then the steroids weren't all that great. So I just cut off the steroids. I was like, I'll just take the pain instead of the steroids and like the way they were making me feel. And yeah, it was just, uh, like I said, it was depressing, but I've gotten better. I'm feeling better. I've talked to people who have lived with this disease for a long time and they're, they're doing great. They live good, healthy, productive lives. Sometimes you just have to set it down. You have to learn your limits of what you can do. I've had to set a lot of limits for myself. I like to go hard. I'm the guy that you, I go till two o'clock and they close the door on me, but now I'm having to not even show up or show up and leave at six. Yeah. And, and, and so it's taken a lot of adjustments like that socially and just working everything. It's, it's totally changed my life, but I, I'm, I'm focused. I'm, I'm going to do good and working on my recovery. Well, I have to tell you, you are an inspiration and I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. And I just wanted from somebody who Samantha talked about, she has an autoimmune disease. I have an autoimmune disease. Like you fight these things and you can get very depressed and you can get in your head and you can go in, especially in this business where you're by yourself a lot. And what you did by putting yourself out there through your journey for me was a whole light of, you would talk about, the steroids and how it made you feel or how much pain you were in walking through the store, pushing the cart or, but then you would go, but you know what guys? And you would throw that positive light of Mikey out there and you still kept grinding. And yes, you were napping and you would talk about needing to leave early or take it or how you were walking and you know, that your, what your gait was better or it was worse because of your, where you were in the process. And, but you still had that bright, Mikey light through it all. And for that, I, <laughs> I thank you because it helped me a lot kind of rethink my own journey and remembering that, yeah, there are times things can suck, but you know what, if you put the bright light out there, you can find that bright light and make good things happen. And you are absolutely somebody who has done that for a lot of people. So thank you for your um, transparency, vulnerability, um, fighting that eighties. I drank my water out of the hose in the yard. Thank you. <laughs> I got buttercup. Come on. <laughs> uh, well, well, thank you. That, I mean, that makes me feel really good. And, 
I mean, there there are so many highs and lows and, and being in the reseller community and having this job does make it easy, easier to to deal with your lows because you can work if you work from your house, you can work anytime. If you're not feeling good in the morning, you can try to work at night. And mm -hmm. there are so many good benefits of doing this job and, and kind of I would like more people to know with disabilities or limitations that this is something where you can at least make some money. I mean, it takes a lot of work to do this full time and generate a lot of money, especially just by yourself. And, but to make a few extra dollars on the side to do stuff while you're feeling good enough, uh, just for an hour or two, I mean, you can get some amazing results and it, it makes you feel good to be able to go do something and make some money when you're not feeling that great or not able to go work a traditional nine to five and last all eight hours at a job because you're too hurting or you got too much fatigue or you got a lot of doctor's appointments. I mean, it's just one of the, the great flexibilities about this career for sure. Yeah. The power of the cha-ching, right? Like that can, I mean, you're doing something real, right? You're making money, you're being productive. That that has to be uplifting. Yes. Yeah. And y'all, if you're really down and out and can't go get your items like we love to do, um, don't worry because we are consignment chats and we can even help you do it without putting a lot of money out there right on your couch if you need help. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there. We yeah. Can you know, nice, Molly. Good. I like the way you brought that all to your house. door if you need it to. <laughs> so I want to end here, Mikey, with just a, a quick shout out from you to the reseller community, because I know I saw a lot of support um, for you. And I've seen it for others that we all know and love who've gone through or are going through health issues. Um, a little shout out, give a little shout out to this reseller community that, that you are a part of. Well, shout out the reseller community. You are also awesome. I love meeting people, helping people, learning from people. And really my whole YouTube journey started when I went to a reselling community event. I think I had like three videos going. I went to the first boss seller remix and I, I was meeting Harry Tornado, Rally Roots. I was so excited and I've watched him for a long time. And I was like, I want to, I want to be one of those guys. So I had three videos out or something and they were all terrible. And <laughs> I just went there and they embraced me. So many people at that whole place. I, I spoke, I told my story of how I got hurt at work. I told it in graphic detail that I can't share here, but just so many people embraced me and lifted me up. Um, people told me, Mikey, you can do it. You can do it, Mikey, you got this. And it really gave me a, a great spark of joy and motivation. And just the reseller community is awesome. They lift people up. When I first started Instagram, my shout out goes forever. When I first started Instagram, it was just all reseller reseller instagram was nothing but unicorns rainbows packages and it's just a wonderful place everyone's making money sharing stuff taking cool pics in their and their shirts and just the reselling arm i i can't yeah. i'm going to use that now i, I have no idea <laughs> i might be the only sufferer i'm not sure but yeah i i just got mad love for everybody and just yeah thank you and thank you guys for having me here i really appreciate it Thank you so much for joining us. This has been every bit of a joy that we knew it would be having you here with us. We just oh, knew. I figure we could talk for hours. You guys are just gonna have to randomly zoom me now, and we'll right. Just I know, I yes. know. Well, you know, you'll see me on Friday nights. I'll be in your chat too. So. All right. <laughs> Stop. And he will be multitasking and responding. I don't know That's how right. you do that. <laughs>
It's fun. I like a good challenge. That's why I like reselling. You get to wear 47 hats. And then if you start YouTube, you get to wear 47 more. So, right. yeah. It's crazy. Fresh. And after you wear them, you can sell them. Right. So, Mikey, at the end of all of our episodes, we like to do a little toast. Do you have a cup near you? A glass? Oh, yes. Jar? Whatever. All right, friends. Until next time. Cheers. 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 (laughs) Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Samantha, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us on consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, join our free private Facebook community.